0: Welcome to the Women Inseparable Freedom Series with author and speaker Jacqueline Palmer. Here's Jacqueline. Romans chapter 8. This is video 11 crazy that we have made it all the way to number 11, we're going to look at our word freedom and we're going to look at, we're going to start with two verses and see where it goes from there. Two verses in Romans chapter eight, verses 16 and verses 17. Highly recommend that you look at all of chapter eight. Chapter eight of Romans is an amazing chapter starting off with an amazing promise that we um, as women Need to cling to Romans eight starts with there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. As a woman, doesn't that sound like so freeing? No condemnation. That means the condemnation in your own head. There's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. That alone could be a study of freedom. Just right there. I pray that you'll spend time in Romans eight and consider um, where you are in this journey throughout this study And see where freedom and Romans 8 and you connect at the foot of the cross. We're going to jump up to verse 16, though. Romans chapter 8, verse 16. We see these words. It says, the spirit, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of God himself bears witness with our spirit, with your spirit, that we are children of God. Oh, I pray the word freedom washes over you the Holy Spirit the Spirit of God himself bears witness with your spirit that you are a child of God and then as if that is not an amazing foundation verse 17 says and if children then heirs heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him as a believer in Jesus Christ, knowing that God is your father, knowing that the Holy Spirit is in you. The Holy Spirit of God is in you. But at the same time, the Holy Spirit of God is still with God. And the spirit of God being with God is the Holy Spirit within you. And the Holy Spirit is naturally communing with himself on our behalf. You want to sit and let your brain get boggled for a little bit? Think about the Holy Spirit. Not only is He doing that with you, He's doing that with me. And He's doing it with that friend that's sitting next to you. Every single one of us that have received Jesus Christ as our Savior has the Holy Spirit of God within us as the Holy Spirit is within God, which is in the Holy Spirit within you. And at the same time, the Holy Spirit is communing and constant conversation between our hearts and God's heart at all times without missing a second, without ever sleeping, without ever saying, oops, I forgot, or ever saying, ah, I'm running late. Nothing. The Holy Spirit at all times and in every way in every one of us at every moment of the day. That's the Holy Spirit. So I don't know where you are in this tackle and this battle with freedom. I pray that gives an answer that it's not so much you, if we let go of that area that we're looking for freedom in, and we're looking for a sword with, and we just lay that out and we say, Holy Spirit, I know you have the words. I know you have the power. I know that you are with God and with me simultaneously. I know you can do it. And you keep that as your forefront of your mind's eye, constantly knowing the Holy Spirit is in me and in God, and I am connected. And that's my freedom. But not only that, but it also says we have the Holy Spirit with us and God, but we're also with Jesus Christ's joint heirs. Here's another one that gets your mind blown away just a little bit. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Jesus Christ, our Savior. Jesus Christ, our friend. Jesus Christ, the one who came and died and rescued us from an eternity of separation from God. This Jesus. This Jesus is a joint air, as if you and I are on the same, it almost feels like blasphemous to describe this passage, but it's what this scripture is saying. You and I are on the same level ground as Jesus Christ, brother and sister. Do you just need to pause on that one for a moment? We forget who we are. We let Satan trip us up. We let our flesh get in our way. We forget the freedom that we have. Sweet friend, you and Jesus Christ, are brother and sister in the eyes of God Almighty. You need to remember who you are. Start right there. That's who you are. And almost as if you picture that, you picture that and you're like, what? What am I even doing? Getting tripped up with this area of freedom. How does that even hold weight? It holds no weight. I'm the sister of Jesus Christ, and I'm the sister of Jesus Christ simply because I believe in Jesus. It's not because I shine or because I excel or because I am the best Christian woman you'll ever meet. Girls in this room know me. It's because I believe in Jesus Christ, and we all say the same thing: joint heirs. Oh, scripture is so good. But then some of us could have that question of: so if that's where I stand, if I stand before God, and I'm filled with the Holy Spirit, and I'm joint, joint heirs with Christ Jesus, then why do I still have this battle going on inside of me? Do you have that question? Why is it so real? Why does the fire burn, literally burn inside of me? Why is my life so hard? Why is my marriage so hard? Why is this world so dark? Do you have those questions? And you have that vision of who we are in Christ and we have the vision of who we are on earth. And we sit in our turmoil. Look at what scripture says. Verse 16, the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. There are times in our life that trials must come if necessary. And when those trials come and when that battle comes and when that fire rages within us, it is for this fate, the sake of the Holy spirit to shine his glory in you. Why? Consider the world in which you live. You go through your trial, whatever that trial is. We all could say, here's my trial. We don't have to think about it. We don't have to go, okay, let me think. What is my trial? We know. And we could all lay down our card. And I have a feeling that if we all lay down our trial card, it's different every single one of us. And it's not that we're going to categorize our trials. We're going gonna li- gonna to line them up. And my trial is 10% and yours is 100%. Oh, yours is 135%. We're not going to do the comparison. We're not going to do the lineup. We're going to all go through our trial. And as we each go through our trial with the Holy Spirit in us before God, joint heirs with Christ, and we're going to suffer in our trial, and the Holy Spirit is in you, and you're there before the throne of God, and you're joint heirs with Christ Jesus, the world around you is seen what God sees. The world around you is seen what Jesus sees. The world around you is seeing the presence of the Holy Spirit and the world around you has the opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Sometimes we, this is an amazing concept, sometimes we go through a trial and it has nothing to do with us. Ever thought about that? We go through our trial and we think, oh, this hurts. Oh, why me? This morning I get up and I pull up my manuscript that is ready to be sent, to be connected with my cover, to be published. And I pull up my book and my manuscript that was beautifully formatted, ready to go, completely unformatted, so badly that like somebody, like you you have a puzzle laid out and you've got like those five last pieces and you know where they go and you're holding them in your hand so nobody in your family steals them and finishes the puzzle for you. And it's like done. You can see it. You just have those tiny little tidbits. And then somebody comes up and thinks it's funny just to scrunch it all up and walk away. And you sit there. That was me at my desk this morning. I don't know how to fix it. I was on my knees. I was in Psalm 25. I was got, got, and I don't have the answer. I'm sitting here completely kerfunkled. What's that word? That, see, that's where I am. I don't know what to do with my problem. And I asked God literally this morning, a couple hours ago, I asked God why. Why did this happen? God, I was doing the work for you. It's a Bible study. It's on 1 Corinthians. It's holy. It's just. It's pure. It's good. Why is this happening? Oh, one day we'll see. I don't know. We all have our trial, and in our trial, we get to see God shine. In our trial, we get to see the Holy Spirit prove his power and his connectivity with God in us as joint heirs of Christ. Do you see that beautiful picture? Verse 18 Paul who knows a little bit about suffering, he has a trial card that he could lay down. Paul, who is speaking to the Roman believers who had trial cards that they could lay down. A lot of us know what the Romans were going through. If you do not know, great personal study. Look up what life was like in Rome in that first century. Look and see what cards of trials they could lay down, not to compare yours or to belittle yours, but to see the reality of the recipient of this book. Paul writes these words. He says in verse 18, for I consider that the suffering of this present time, this present trial, this present card that I'm laying down, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Not in us, not through us, but something that we're going to see one day. With our own eyes, our own vision, our own perception is going to change one day. And that can't even hold cards next to this trial. It's a sentence I need to wrap my head around this morning as I sit at my desk. I need to get my eyes off this and know that this trial is going to allow me to see something so grand. Something that I can't even find the words to explain it. Something that Paul leaves open-ended for us. He says it's not even worth comparing. It can't be compared. Something so Oh, I don't want to minimize our trials. But in the light of the glory that we're going to be revealed to see, our trial, can I say, is insignificant. Can I say that? Trials are hard. They literally break our humanness. But in the light and the glory of what's going to be revealed to us, that trial, honey, is, it's little. It's temporary. It's here we've got to get our eyes fixed up above that's freedom he says for the creation and he goes on i'm not going to read this i highly encourage you to read through what this future glory is going to look like and how the whole earth is looking forward to this day the whole earth you picture the trees You picture the waters, you picture the stars, you picture the animals. The the scripture is saying that the whole world is literally groaning for that day. We are a creative being. We also are groaning for that day. It's an interesting concept when you talk about the word freedom. Because when we talk about freedom, we want freedom right now. And we ask, well, how does this help me right now? You had that thought? I want my freedom now, God. Right now I want it. And our three-year-old comes out. But if we can sit with our three-year-old faith and look at God and say, I know you have this under control. And I don't want this to be my weight anymore. I don't want this sin to be my bind anymore. I don't want this trial to be what consumes me anymore. I want freedom from that consumption. I want freedom from that weight. I want freedom from this situation. And I know I still need to live through it. And I know I still need to work it. And I know I still need to be present in it because I'm not dead. But God, it hurts and it's hard. And as I do it, help me to remember there's more. And in that, I have freedom to fight, and I have freedom to stand, and I have freedom to work, and I have freedom to achieve, and I have freedom to say, ta-da! Because Jesus. Does that make sense? It may not be something that we have right now. We may not be completely free. We may not be able to pull up our card from that table and say, ha-ha, that one's done, rip it, gone. Because once we've lived long enough to know that once that trial is ripped up and gone, what else is going to happen? next trial we will never live without a trial card encouragement 101 we will always have a trial card the difference is how we face it face it with freedom or face it with your eye is so glued on that trial that it's the only thing you see those are our choices we're so glad you joined us today if you need prayer or simply have questions Email us at womeninseparable at gmail.com. You can find more Women Inseparable Studies on various social media platforms.